Hi, everyone. Welcome to our first official episode of Unprofessional Athletes. I'm Tara. And I'm Cindy. And today we are going to be talking to Brett Baker, founder of Big Game Software, which provides games and content related to football, baseball, basketball, and March Madness. He also happens to be my friend of over 30 years from the University of Illinois. And today he is here to share with us everything we need and want to know about Super Bowl 57. Hi, today we're going to be talking to Brett Baker. He is the founder of Big Game Software. Um, I've known Brett for, I don't know, over 30 years, I think. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. Over we now. To- yeah. It's scary. Over. It's very scary, which I guess shows my age. But um, we met at the University of Illinois and we, I think we just ran in the same circles. Today we're going to have him on board. We're going to be talking all things Super Bowl 57. Um, I, I have to admit, I, I actually do know who's playing in the Super Bowl this year, believe it or not. That's awesome. Let's start out with the basics then. All right. So we're going to start with the basics and then we're going to kind of go from there. Yeah. So the very basics, who is playing? We have the Kansas city chiefs from the AFC playing the Philadelphia Eagles from the NFC in the Super Bowl. So it's on February 12th mm-hmm. state farm stadium in Glendale, Arizona. Yes. And kickoff, I have at 5.30 Central Standard uh, Time. Give or take, after all the commercials and the celebrations oh, yes, and all right. that. So. And Rihanna is playing. And Rihanna, Florida, yes. Which is obviously a critical part of this game. So these teams would never meet during the regular season. Or would they meet during the regular sure season? Sure, they would. They didn't this season, but um, they would. The way the NFL works, so you've got the two conferences. There's the AFC and the NFC. And within those conferences there are four divisions, right? There's the East, the West, the uh, North and the South. You play every team, there's four teams in each division. So if I'm in a division, I play the other three teams twice. And then I'll play all four teams in another division in my conference once. And then I'll play all four teams in one of the divisions in the NFC once that season. And so will the other teams in my division. So we all kind of have a balanced schedule. And then if there are any games left over, then that just kind of shakes out because it anymore since they've expanded the season, it doesn't work out quite as neatly as it used to. And then the teams that I play in the other divisions rotate every year. And so it's just a little bit of luck of the draw. Some years you're going to get easier games or more difficult games just based on how those teams are doing. And then when you get to the playoffs, do you play just the teams in your yes. division? Yes. So okay. once the playoffs start, it's the AFC competing, you know, playing amongst themselves to get to a champion and the NFC to get to a champion. And those two champions meet in the Super Bowl. All right. So tell us how these two teams got there then. Like what was the, what was the big takeaway from the season? The big takeaway this year was that it paid to be number one. So both of these teams were the top seed in their respective conferences um, which meant that when the playoffs started, each of them were the, there's only one team on each side that gets a bye week when the playoffs start. So if you're the number one seed, you don't have to play the first weekend. 
And each of these were the number one seed. I mean, they were the Philadelphia was definitely the best team in the NFC. Kansas City was debatably, you know, they along with a couple other teams were kind of it, people would debate who was the best out of them, but they were for, were for sure one of the best. And um, they ended up with the number one seed. And so they didn't have to play the first week of the playoffs. It's just an extra week of rest you get. It's, you know, you don't have to worry about the chance that you might get upset and beat. And so they each only played two games to get um, to where they are now. So Kansas City beat the Jacksonville Jaguars in their first game. In their first game. Yeah. Jacksonville was um, a very bad team last year. They were kind of one of the big turnaround teams this year. So, um, but they, you know, is actually a closer game than what a lot of people guessed. And then, of course, they beat the Bengals uh, yesterday. Right. This is the first time Patrick Mahomes had beaten the Bengals or had beaten Joe Burrow, I should say. He'd beaten Bengals before, but um, he was 0-3 against Joe Burrow. So that was kind of a, a big one for him. On the other side, the Eagles played the Giants in their first game, and the Giants are in their same division, but they it was not even a game. They totally destroyed them. And then they played the the San Francisco 49ers yesterday, which um, also wasn't much of a game. It was kind of a cakewalk. How many teams will make it to the playoffs? In each case, there are seven teams who make it to the playoffs. Um, okay. One of those teams gets a bye. Right. So they don't play. So the first weekend, there are six teams that play. So three games in each conference that first weekend. So a lot of games. That's a great weekend of, of playoff football because every game matters. So, you, so three three teams emerge out of that first weekend from the games plus the bye week team. So you're left with four teams on each side that play in the second weekend. Okay. Then you left with two teams out of each side going into the championship weekend, which is what we had yesterday. Do you necessarily get two teams coming out of the north, two teams out of the south, two teams the east, two teams west? No, no. You'd very the way it works is so the champion of each division, whoever wins the division goes automatically. So there's the four divisions. Yep. So each of those gets a winner, no matter what their record is. So you could have some years you have like this year the NFC South with Tampa with Carolina, with Atlanta, um, they were awful. Um, and they had a team who made the playoffs, which was Tampa, who was just, they were not very good, but they were the best of their division, which is all they needed to be. And that's all they needed, right? Um, other year, and it seems like every year there's there's one kind of culprit division that just doesn't match up, but that's the way it goes. And then there are three wildcard teams and the wildcard teams are the best of the rest. This is helpful. I've been watching football for many, many years. I had a son play football and I really didn't know how everybody got to the, the Super Bowl. So this is helpful. Thank you. Well, well, it changes a little bit each year too, right? They they just expanded the number of playoff teams a couple of years ago. So it used to be that uh, six teams from each side made it and two teams on each side got a bye week. So all of a sudden it became a lot more important to be the number one seed because you no longer got a bye week. Um, so, it, it, you know, even when you understand it, it, it changes every few years. So thanks for that. Why do you think they changed it? More money, oh, more, more teams in playoffs means more, uh, more revenue, more stuff getting bought, more, more everything, more, more ad commercial revenue and from the TV uh, spots, all that. So these teams were not a surprise. These two teams getting to the Super Bowl. They, you know, they weren't they weren't a surprise. There was a lot of um, there were a lot of opinions in the AFC in particular about between Kansas City, Buffalo, and Cincinnati. Those were the three teams everyone thought 
where, you know, everyone had a different opinion about which one of those three was going to make it, but they, they were pretty sure one of those three would. Whereas on the NFC, it really came down to the Philadelphia Eagles and the San Francisco 49ers, which they, those two did make it to the championship game. San Francisco, their quarterback got hurt very early in the game. And whether or not that was the reason why the game was as lopsided is, you know, we'll never know, but it, it, it didn't help things, but but the, you know Philadelphia was was the whole season considered kind of the best team in the league. So they were the the best team in the entire NFL. So they yes. were predicted early on to go. Okay. Yes. Yeah. They only had one loss up until the last few weeks of the season, and then they had two more losses. But that was when their quarterback Jalen Hurts got hurt, and um, he didn't play those games. So that you know you couldn't put a lot of stock in those. When when their team was healthy, they were as as good or better than anyone else. All right. So from the season, did we have any giant games? Were there any any games that really set these teams apart from everybody else? Not so much that set these teams apart. Um, you had so Kansas City played Buffalo earlier in the season, and they also played Cincinnati earlier in the season. And everyone felt that those two games were very potential playoff matchups, right? And Kansas City actually lost to the, to Cincinnati when they played them earlier in the season. And they actually also lost to Buffalo when they played them earlier in the season, which, you know, kind of made everyone feel that Buffalo had more juice and, and the Bengals had Patrick Mahomes' number and, and so on and so forth. Um, but, you know, teams teams play a little bit differently in the playoffs. Sometimes, you know, your clutch players really come out. That's what makes them clutch. And NFL is a long season, especially with injuries. So if uh, Kansas City played Buffalo in, you know, in the first half of the season. The teams can be very different teams by the time the playoffs arrive. Um, and, you know, whereas in the NFC, the Eagles were always kind of the class of the rest of the of the league or the conference. The 49ers were considered good, but then they traded and got Christian McCaffrey, who is kind of the all universe running back. And he joined them in the middle of the season. And from the point that he joined them, they kind of took off. And people thought they would give the Eagles a bit more challenge than they ended up giving them. So who do you think is favored to win? Well, right now, when when the betting lines open, it was actually even, which is kind of unique in itself. So Vegas was saying we think they're evenly matched. Pretty quickly, it went to the Eagles being favored by like a point and a half. Um, and it'll it'll swing as the as people place their bets. But it's it should be a really good Super Bowl. It's supposed to be as long as the 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 big catch is that Kansas City has some pretty key injuries to, you know, Patrick Mahomes has a sprained ankle. Um, they lost several of their receivers during the game to injury. So depending on if everyone comes back fully healthy versus if they're banged up, um, that, that'll that play a lot into it. So the betting line now, I think, probably doesn't mean a whole lot. It, it'll mean a lot more in uh, 10 days when when we have actual injury reports from from both of the teams. So do is one team better offensively or defensively? Like where are their strengths and weaknesses? So the Eagles are probably better both. Um, they've had the Eagles have a better offensive line and defensive line. Um, so the the guys in the trenches that the, the um, you know on the offensive line they're the ones responsible for uh, when it's a passing play, making sure that the quarterback has enough time to to throw the pass or attempt a pass. Um, if it's running play, they're the ones responsible for clearing out the the room for the running back to to gain yardage. Um, and the Eagles are, are tops in the league in that 
they're also probably tops on the defensive side with their front um, seven players who play up close to the line of uh, just being able to, to create havoc for the team they're playing in terms of uh, getting after the quarterback, uh, limiting opposing running backs from running uh, for, for very many yards. So they're the better team, but you know, the Chiefs have Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey, and that matters a lot when, when you're in a big game and they, the pressure, they've been through it. They're, they're, um, you know, they got ice in their veins. They don't let it get to them. So they're, they're always in the game. What can you tell us about the coaching strategy for both teams? Well, both teams are going to say they want to run the ball and control the clock and, and whatnot. Um, at the end of the day, the both teams have quarterbacks who can run and be very creative. So they're going to try and run. If they can't run, they're going to leave it to their quarterbacks to create. Whether creating means um, scrambling, which scrambling is just running around in the pocket until you have enough time to throw. Um, so creating enough time to to be able to attempt to pass, or you know, quarterback just taking off and running themselves. And both quarterbacks are very effective and amongst the best of doing that. And they both have, um, you know, the Eagles have better receivers. Uh, the Chiefs, Patrick Mahomes has Travis Kelsey, who is one of the greatest tight ends to ever play. So he obviously is a, a great weapon. He doesn't have a lot of other like name brand uh, weapons to throw to. He's got, he, he makes it work because he's one of the best quarterbacks to ever play, but he's, he's not, blessed with what the Eagles have where they've got um, really like all pro level of wide receivers. Um, Patrick Holmes is, is kind of making it work with what the parts he has. So are they both running quarterbacks? Like, do they primarily, are they passing quarterbacks? They're passing quarterbacks, but they are able to hurt you if nothing's open and you aren't keeping track of them and having somebody shadow them to try and keep them from running. And even if you are, sometimes they can still run. Um, Jalen Hurts probably started out more as a running quarterback, but he's kind of morphed into a passing quarterback, which is what you want. You want Ideally, you want a passing quarterback who is fully able to run when they need to. Um, what weaknesses do they have? Like, does, e does either of the teams have a notable weakness besides injuries? Kansas City's secondary is a bit of a weakness. So you can beat them with... Um, you know, the deep ball, you can, um, they're, they're just not as strong of a defense as Philadelphia. Philadelphia, in my opinion, doesn't really have a weakness. Um, if you had to find something like their running game isn't maybe as strong as some other teams in the league, like they don't have a running back like Christian McCaffrey, but they, their offensive line is so good. Like they do have a good running game. I don't even know what a secondary is. Okay. Let's, let's back up them. So on, on defense, you you kind of have three separate units. You've got your defensive line, which are the three or four guys um, at the front, like facing the offensive line of the of the other team, the team with the ball, right? So they're the, the ones that are rushing the quarterback and just kind of in the trenches. The big guys, they're the biggest guys okay. on the defense. Then in the middle, you've got your linebackers. And then there's the secondary. The secondary are your your guys that are there to protect against the pass. The cornerbacks are usually the ones that are guarding the wide receivers. So they're going to line up across on the wide receivers, which is kind of on the line, but they're immediately running backwards because the wide receivers are running a route. So they're going to go with them. The safeties are generally 
uh, back. They're they're one or two guys, depending on what defensive formation they're playing. They're they're back behind the linebackers. And if you think about like the safety, it's the person who's oh pass is going long over here. I'm going to go help. I'm I'm there to to be a safety and help out. The Eagles cornerbacks are. Um, you know, all pro caliber cornerbacks, meaning they're amongst the best in the league. So um, you can be, it's like in baseball, you can be the fastest guy on the team. It doesn't mean you're the best at stealing bases because there's a lot more that goes into it than just being fast. Should we pivot to human interest stories? I understand that two brothers are going to be playing one another. Yeah. Let's talk the best about that too. a little bit. All right. So Travis Kelsey, who I mentioned, who's one of the best tight ends ever to play is um, on the Chiefs, and he is the younger brother to Jason Kelsey, who is a center, which is on the offensive line, one of the guys up front on offense for the Eagles. And um, he's one of the best in the league, too, at what he does. And both amongst the, the best the at what he snaps the ball? He's the one, yes, yeah, center snaps the ball. So when you look, very nice, very good. You guys know more than you uh, set yourself <laughs> no, up. No, that's not true. That's not true. So when you look at the offense and the guys up front, there's usually five on the line and then a sixth would be the tight end who's kind of on the edge of those five and the one in the middle is the center and he's the one who snaps the ball okay and then who's next to him next to him you have the guards there's two guards there's right guard and left guard and then next to the guards are the tackles the right tackle and the left tackle and the the left tackle is traditionally one of the highest paid positions in football outside of the quarterback because they're they are responsible for protecting the quarterback's blind side. So if you think about most quarterbacks are right-handed and when they go back to pass to their left, they can't see. So they're relying on that left tackle to protect them because they, they don't know when they're in danger as well. Teach it to us like we're young children, right? And you just narrowed it down. So that that's helpful. It gave me a good visual. We're making progress. We are going to make progress. Okay. So we need to go back though. Okay. So I got to, I got to study my positions. I'm really not going to put a lot of effort into that though. Just, you know, I I don't think I really care all that much about the positions, but I think that we know enough that we're going to have some good conversation during the Super Bowl. We're going to throw out a few lines, but yeah, it's it's going to happen. We're going to try. Okay. So I think we talked a little bit about the chiefs and you, so it sounds like the two key players are Mahomes which yep. I think most people know him. Anybody else that we need to be looking at on Kansas City? Frank Clark is a defensive lineman. And so he's one of the defensive players up front. And his job is to try and sack the quarterback, hit the quarterback, whatever he can do. And so he was like dominant yesterday. He um, caused major problems for Joe Burrow. So he's another guy that, like, if if Kansas City is going to do well, Frank Clark has to have a good game. Okay. Anybody else on defense we need to be watching? Nobody. I mean, you know, watch them all. But, yeah, yeah no, no, they, he's, he's the key player. You'll also hear about Harrison Butker, who is their kicker. And, um, you know, if, if the game is as close as we expect it to be, then he'll be called upon to try and kick a field goal and, uh, you know, possibly win the game. So he'll – he'll be getting a lot of attention if and when that happens. Okay. All right. And then we haven't talked about the Eagles. So tell us who are watching on the Eagles. So on the Eagles, we are watching Jason Hurts, who's the quarterback. And he's a great story because he played at Alabama. And his sophomore year, he was the starter. They made it all the way to the national championship game, but they were behind 
at halftime and not doing great. So he got benched. So he's he's been their starter the whole season and he just gets benched in favor of Tua Tagovailoa, who's now the quarterback for the Dolphins. And uh, Tua leads Alabama for a come-behind victory uh, where they win the national championship. And Jalen is over on the sidelines. Um, to his credit, like being very positive, not sulking or anything, but it had to be really tough, right? And then the next year, his junior year, now he's lost the starting job. Tua is the starting quarterback because Tua was a year younger than him. So Jalen has to, he, the prior year, he's the starting quarterback. He had led them to the national championship game. Now he can't even see the field. So he's on the bench the whole season in the championship game of their conference against Georgia. Um, Jalen Hurts gets a chance to come back in, uh, in that game. I think Tua got injured and um, lead them from a come behind victory. Then he got benched again. <laughs> but, but he had his, he got his chance to like to show everyone, yeah, I, I still know how to play. And then he transferred to Oklahoma for his senior year um, and had a great season and got drafted by the Eagles and the rest is history. He had kind of a, his first year as a starter with the Eagles was decent, but you know, was, he was a rookie, but, but this year he made like these total strides. He's, he and Patrick Mahomes are both two of the the favorites to win the MVP uh, trophy for the season. So, so was he was he drafted on to um, the Eagles as like their main quarterback? Like, did he come in as their quarterback? No, they drafted him in the second round, okay. like the fifty third overall pick, which is still a high draft pick. But there wasn't really, I don't think, an expectation like these days, if you're drafted, you know, if you're the, in the first round, like in the top, a lottery draft pick. So it means one of your, your first 10 or 12 picks, whatever, all you're, you're kind of expected to step in and be capable of being a starter pretty quickly. They didn't expect Jalen hurts to, to do that. Um, he did end up coming in and starting, um, towards the end of his rookie year. Um, but then, you know, it was a very different situation. He wasn't necessarily expected to come in and win right away or anything. Um, but this year he took, like I said, a, a major step forward and he's been one of the best quarterbacks in the league. Okay. All right. Who else? AJ Brown and Devonta Smith are the two receivers. They're excellent, excellent players. Um, and you know, they'll they'll have some highlights because Kansas City does not have a great uh pass defense. So you would expect them to have uh some some big plays. Um, and then on defense, Hassan Reddick is their player who he, he causes much havoc. As I talked about Frank Clark with Kansas city, creating havoc, Hassan Reddick uh, caused as much or more in his game. He's actually the one who injured uh, Brock Purdy. Um, you know, he went in not, not intentionally, but he went in and he hit his arm as he was throwing and it hurt his elbow. And um, it, it, he wasn't the same after, or actually he had to leave the game for most of the rest of the game after that. But um, he's the main player on defense. I'll give you another human interest story that I haven't verified, but I I heard it and I think it's great. So I'll, I'll verify it in the meantime and you can edit it out if it turns out it's not. Okay. okay. Yet. But Jake Elliott is the kicker for the Eagles. Okay. And he was a local. I think he went to Lions High School, if I'm if I'm not mistaken, but um here in the Chicago area. And he was a soccer player and a good soccer player. And um apparently they had a competition or some promotion at halftime of a high school football game where you had to kick a field goal, you know, and they just pull a student from the stands and he got picked 
and the coach and and he kicked it and like just pummeled the ball you know it was a strong right. kick and the coach heard it and he said the coach said it sounded like a cannon had gone off and so he asked who it was that had kicked it so he he uh, tracked him down and it he had to convince him because Jake Elliott had no interest in playing for the football team but he worked out some arrangement with the boys soccer coach where you know if he could just kick for him he wouldn't um uh, prevent him from going to soccer practice, all that stuff. And they worked out whatever arrangement. And so then, you know, as time went on, I think he realized he's a good kicker. So he started it, but, but yeah, he, and um, that's, that was his start into football. He had no desire to play, but he was, he was uh, strong-armed into it from his high school football coach after a halftime kicking uh, contest. That's a great human interest story. Thanks for sharing it. <laughs> I always perk up with those, right? That's right. All right. Can you think of anything that we forgot? I think covered, most. covered it really well. Um, I mean, any of the, the ancillary stuff about the Super Bowl, you guys probably know better than I do as far as the halftime show stuff. I couldn't tell you. Rihanna. I, I, can, I know one song of Rihanna's Rihanna. and I only found that out two weeks ago. Yeah, thanks okay. for letting me do thanks, it. This is friend. fun. Thank you so thanks much. Thanks for coming on. Hi, guys. Professional. Athletes. All right, so let's talk about it. So. The two main teams that are playing, right, are the Kansas City Chiefs. They're from the AFC and then the Philadelphia Eagles from the NFC. So something that I didn't know that I'm glad he kind of explained to us, and he's he went into a lot more detail than I'm going to go, but both of those teams finished first in their conference. So what that meant is that during playoffs, each of those teams had a bye week, so they didn't have to play. Um, and then he referred to that weekend as wild card weekend, which was pretty cool. And then the following um, weeks after that, the Chiefs ended up playing the Jacksonville Jaguars and then the Cincinnati Bengals to get to the Super Bowl. And then the Philadelphia Eagles essentially blew out the New York Giants and the San Francisco 49ers. And it kind of sounds like that was not a surprise because it sounds like from the beginning of the season, the Eagles were a hot team to watch. Yeah. Okay, so I will say I was sitting on my couch reading during both of those games, <laughs> but I did see the end of the Chiefs game, which was a lot of drama yeah. at the end of the game. There might have been some tears almost getting shed at my house. You know, I think it sounds like this was a match that maybe was inevitable to some degree, at least with the Eagles. Right. Okay. I would agree with that. Yeah. Um, so before we kind of talk about the information about the specific teams, I did want to talk about um, just some background information on the location. So the Super Bowl is going to be taking place in State Farm Stadium in Glendale, Arizona. And fun fact, this is the third time the venue will host the Super Bowl. And the last time they hosted was in 2015. Are we going to talk about Rihanna or are we just going to skip that part? Um, no, we should definitely talk about Rihanna. So Rihanna hasn't released music in what seems like forever. She hasn't performed. And she's an incredible performer. So I know that we're not supposed to focus on the halftime show. Right. And the commercials and all that stuff. But I, I do have to say Rihanna is, is pretty much like one of my big draws right. to the game. And I mean, if I'm being completely honest, I feel like in the past couple of years, the main reason that I watched the Super Bowl was for the commercials and the halftime show. Right. And the football came secondary. But now I know a little bit about both the teams, right. 
the players. So I'm definitely more invested. Yes. So I'm I'm in it for the whole thing now. So Correct. before I would be like, what is it? Almost the halftime yet? You know, it's the almost halftime show. And now I feel like I can commit to the whole game. Yeah. And like enjoy all of it. Agree. Yeah. All right. So let's talk about who the major players are. So for the Kansas City Chiefs on offense, I feel like Patrick Mahomes is a pretty like household name for anyone that's been watching football. Agree. Agree. Yeah. So he is the quarterback. Uh, but we know he's injured. Yes. So he has, I believe, an ankle sprain. Yeah. And I, th- I also watched when the Kansas City Chiefs played the Bengals, and I feel like when he was kind of scrambling, he was doing some hobbling, limping and favoring his healthy. So I feel like that's definitely going to play a part in his performance on Sunday. But it also does seem like he is a man on a mission. Oh yeah. Yeah. So I'm expecting hell would freeze over before he's not playing in that game. I agree. Okay. So he's the quarterback. And then um, our other big player that Brett mentioned was Travis Kelsey, who is the tight end. He said that he's one of the best tight ends in the in the game. In the game. Yeah. So it's, it seems like the two of them yeah. are are the main stars of right. that team. Yeah. And then um, let's move on to the Philadelphia Eagles. So on offense, we have the quarterback who is Jalen Hurts. Younger. Uh, younger. Younger than Mahomes, yep. Technically less experienced. Yep. Right? And then their wide receivers, so their passing game is, like, is I guess, a little bit better than the Chiefs. So their wide receivers are some of their bigger players on offense, and that's A.J. Brown and Devontae Smith. They also have the Kelsey brother. Yes. So and he's also on, he is also on offense. offense. So he's the center. That's Jason Kelsey. Yeah. So while we're talking about the Kelsey brothers, I found out a couple of things about them. So okay, Jason is the older. Okay. They both went to Cincinnati, played football. Um, At the same time, or are they? I think they're three years apart. Okay. So, so they yeah. could have overlapped. It's unfortunate that they both play offense, though, because then they can't, like, directly be playing against each other at the same time. I feel like that would have been fun for them. Yeah. Um, both of them also have Super Bowl rings. So okay. they are both trying to get their second win. Travis got his ring or with the Chiefs in 2020. Um, they beat the San Francisco 49ers. And then they went back to the Super Bowl in 2021 but they lost to Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And then Jason, he won in 2018 with the Philadelphia Eagles, and they beat the Patriots. Okay. Oh, so he's so he's so they're both coming back with the same team. Yes. Okay. Um, yeah, so that's going to be super exciting for them. I was reading some articles that the mom was going to bring two jerseys and just depend on <laughs> who was doing better, figure out what she was going to wear. I mean, I know it's probably – for the parents, it, it just has to be exciting regardless. Like, you just have to be jazzed that you can even yeah. experience that, right. having your two kids in the same amazing... The highest level. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So Unreal. They can't lose. Right. All right, so we talked about the major players for both teams. Did uh, we get the defender? We had... Yeah. So the main defender for the, the Eagles. Eagles is Hassan Reddick, and he's a linebacker. So he came in super big... Um, in that previous game against the 49ers, I guess he took out the quarterback. Yes. Who had been playing since the previous quarterback, Jimmy Garoppolo, um, got injured in week 13. Okay. Yep. So it sounds like from what Brett was talking about that the Eagles seem to be a little bit like deeper. Like they have stars on offense and defense. Mm-hmm. They seem to have a little bit um, more strength on both. 
Yeah. And the Chiefs, uh, maybe not so much. Maybe not so much. Yeah, he said that, um, I'll just bring this up again, that the secondary for the Chiefs is not great. So, again, what the secondary is, is those are the defenders that defend against the pass. So the people okay. that play in kind of like that backfield. And then we have the two receivers who are incredible. Right. So that's not a that's, good combination. Yeah, that's going to be a matchup to look out yeah, for, okay. for sure. All right. So I feel like essentially that's kind of the recap and the lowdown of the big game. Um, we do have a couple of stories that kind of tie in to some players. So Jake Elliott is the kicker for the Philadelphia Eagles. Um, he graduated from Lyons Township High School, which is a suburb in Illinois, so close to home for us. Yeah, about 20 minutes. Yeah, so um, a funny story about how he kind of got his start in high school football is that when he was a sophomore, there was a high school assembly, and at this assembly, they decided to pick some people to kick some like field goals just for fun. Um, and Jake Elliott happened to be one of the people competing in this competition. And I guess what happened was he kicked this ball and the varsity football coach said that he had like the thump that he made when he kicked this ball was like no other competitor. Um, so he like took note of that and then sought out Jake Elliott during his sophomore year to try to get him to come out for the football team. So he was not playing football. He was not playing football. Okay. He actually played soccer and then he was planning on going to college for tennis. So okay. he was like a huge so tennis clear, star. So clearly pretty athletic. Yes, yeah. like multi-sport athlete, but not football. Um, so he didn't end up playing his sophomore year, but I guess I also read that after practice during tennis, he would just like go and kick field goals for fun. So like it was like in the back of his mind, right? like the whole year. Fast forward to his junior year, two weeks before the regular season. The head football coach was not having much luck with his current kicker, so he went and sought out Jake Elliott again, and then he actually convinced him to be the kicker for the team. That year, his junior season, all te- all state first team. Incredible. Yeah, and then he went on to get a college scholarship to Memphis, and now he's kicking in the Super Bowl. That's crazy. Right. But a great story. Great story. Yeah, a great story. I love that. All right. Um, also, before we forget, though, so at recording, we currently have the Eagles favored. But, but not by very much. Like a point and a half. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see then by the time this airs mm-hmm. if that has changed and then if it then changes again. Right. So um, we'll have a, I think we'll probably do a future episode mm-hmm. on sports gambling because I was trying to like get a little information. I was like, yep, nope, don't understand. Right. Too don't many understand. numbers. Too many numbers, not getting what that's coming from. My husband was trying to like kind of explain it this morning and I was like, Yep, nope, not, that's just not registering. So that could be a, a future episode, I think. Um, but it, I think it's going to be a great game. It sounds like it could, it could be really close. Yeah. Um, I and, feel like... And those are always the best ones. That's what everyone wants. We want a competitive game. Right. Where, like, when you get down to the fourth quarter, like, the fourth quarter matters. Right. Yeah, yeah right. You want action all the way through. Right. So it sounds like it's going to be a great game. So um, a big thanks to Brett for coming in. That poor guy having to, like, navigate with our big, wide eyes. (laughs) Um, So we appreciate that. And we are actually looking forward to seeing him again when we do fantasy football, Mm -hmm. which will be coming in the fall. All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening. If you guys have any special requests on some episodes that we should cover in the future, please do not hesitate to leave a comment below. You could also... 
reach out to us on Instagram at unprofessional underscore athletes. Um, slide into our DMs. Our DMs are open. If you know what that means for <laughs> for the younger population, because I'm not knowing where I'm sliding, but sounds exciting. Leave us a comment. Um, send us a DM. We'll see you on our next episode where we are going to cover all things March Madness. Athletes.